one, one or two, one a dream of four. Inspiration, elevation, knocking right at your door. Aloha mai kako. Aloha. Welcome to Mana Bombs Podcast, powered by Pomahina Designs. It's me, Kanoilani Davis. And me, Kulani Jeremiah Wong. Aloha kako. Aloha. Today's daily Mana Bomb is fasting from people is also important. Our focus, time to start purging and resisting. Engagement, how do you fast? And what does that mean to you? Normally, people talk about fasting with food. But when you look at a relationship, there's so many other components that you have to consider when you're looking at fasting in a relationship. For me, I've been in a relationship for about half a year. I've been trying to figure out certain things in there. As a result, in the beginning, I was going gung-ho. But as a result, I had to pull back. And to me, that's a form of fasting. When you're kind of bringing yourself out of the picture to kind of see what's really going on. And that included fasting from people. I don't know. This is a really hard one. Okay, sis, so when you did this manabam, what were you thinking about? So that so that people, you know, context-wise, people can understand why you decided to put this up. The reason why I put it up was mainly for the fact that we're starting a new year. Most of us are at this point where we're either setting intentions, goals, or resolutions, whatever the case may be. We're also reflecting on a lot of the things that we want to change or shift. So whether or not we came up with that resolution, the goal or intention, it didn't matter. For a second, most of us went back in our brains to reflect just a little bit. In that time, I was thinking about how many people started creating boundaries, wanting to fast from others. For me personally, it was also me fasting from food because I try fast in the morning and I'm always hungry. <laughs> and because I'm right now, I'm having uh, mental issues on my own weight gain. I'm, I'm heavier than I was two years, three years ago. I've been kind of dealing with that mental block. In essence, I'll share with you what I wrote on the Instagram post that might help with our focus. This statement isn't so scary in this time and space with the pandemic. But boy, I would prefer to stay away from toxic people who pull others into their depths and blind others with their own personal avoidance than someone who is pure aloha and has COVID. In short, because of the breakout that's happening right now with COVID, the schools are losing teachers, employees, because everybody's having to stay home. Students are not going to school. Family units are not going to work and to school. So everybody's, this outbreak has created a space where everybody's having to stay home after the holidays. We all kind of knew it was going to happen. And so... The reason why now I, the reason why I put this was because honestly, I would rather stay away from toxic people than people with COVID and have pure aloha. Fasting in general can be beneficial in all aspects from foods, people, addictions. It allows for self-discipline, control, and deeper connection. It also shocks parts of our being to remind it that it's been dependent. That way we can heal. I saw your face. <laughs> well, because I recognize that for me, food is my stressor. Uh, not, not my stressor. It's it's my reliever of stress. I stress eat. And sometimes when I feel overwhelmed, I go look for one snack or I go for drink more water or I'm trying to eat frozen fruits, you know, like still trying to make a conscious, conscious decision about what I'm intaking. But it's still my soother. Food is still being the soother for me. I had to realize that too. And I only came to that conclusion over the holidays where I was like, girl, why are you eating so much? 
this is excess. Like you coming out of the eating session, hella full, extended, like what's going on? I had to stop what I was doing. I had to get away from the food, drink more water just to kind of, you know, satisfy my keno. But it also made me more conscious about what I was putting in, you know, because before candy, cookies, chips, whatever, all the the stuff you shouldn't be eating so much of. I'm not going to lie. During the holidays, I kind of fasted too from people. I stayed away from, you know, my normalcies. I did one get together right before the Christmas holidays. But this is with people who I've known for more than five years, but we haven't seen each other since COVID. So we all felt comfortable enough to meet on this one day for a few hours and sit and still kind of be aware of everybody and how they're feeling regarding the basing out and whatnot. But that was it. That was one time. So like that filled my cup, right? Because I haven't seen these people. I feel like I've fasted from these relationships for so long. During the holidays, I only seen my immediate family, just my grandchildren, just my daughter and her other half, just my in-laws and just my partner at the time. It was really, really interesting to kind of wonder who was going to reach out because you don't know during the holidays lots of people just come out of the woodworks to reach out I noticed that the fasting and paying attention to my grandchildren made the connection more deep for us you know even if it was just painting anything or coloring or laughing or trying to practice spelling or it was time well spent on the relationships that are super important to me Yeah, you said a lot of beautiful things about what happens when we do fast in those types of ways, uh, connection. One of the things that kind of stood out earlier when you had spoken about starting that quote unquote fast was the excess. I noticed certain religions will fast. I know that they have the 40 days and the 40 nights, right? Uh, Uh, Yeah, Lent. For indigenous cultures, there's a lot of indigenous people who also apply these fastings. Some will say that it's been influenced through colonization and even Christianity, but there's actual, I believe there's actual stories in which are older than that, that talk about fasting, starving the body. When you starve the body, it does, it puts it into shock. I think I had mentioned earlier too, how there was the kupuna who asked me, I think she was testing me about, she's from Niihau. She asked me, Kanai, how do you, you talk about na'au. You talk about always awakening na'au. So how do you awaken na'au? And I, my answer was, you you put it in survivor mode. You take everything that it knows and you just take, take it all away. And she didn't understand what I meant. I said, yeah. put somebody on an island with no water, no food, a bucket, a flashlight, a knife, and a rope, and see what they can do. Then you hear better. Then you see better. Then your chicken skin that you get on your body can feel things better. Like you're not awakened because it has to. And so I think that's what fasting does for our body is it awakens our senses because it's this fear of dying Mm. and shutting down. So the body is like, okay, I got to wake up. My hearing is better now. My eyesight is better now. I can think and connect and focus a little bit more now. It's really interesting. So they use it for a lot of ceremony, right? That's why we fast before, why I fast before I do ceremony is because I need to heighten those senses so I can understand what I'm seeing and feeling and differentiate now my intuition from my mind. The excess in what you're talking about, I think that's what that is. It's like, We become so dependent on the news for our weather information instead of looking outside and paying attention. You know, (laughs) we we become so dependent on Facebook to tell us how many numbers are 
they're in COVID cases and deaths and whatever. We we depend versus maybe actually looking for ourselves and inquiring and having these questions and conversations like this to look for solutions as well as processing. When you said that, I was like, yeah, I mean, anything in excess is too much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to lie. It's been hard to do that. You know, as a person who self-soothes with food, I I think I've been doing it for my entire life because I realized I love food. I'm not going to lie. I love, I love tasting and trying new things when it comes to anything edible. I had a rude awakening over the holidays where I just needed to look at self. And it wasn't kind of was about the start of the new year, looking at everyone, the typical New Year's resolutions versus a vision and vibes board where you can start at any time during the, the duration of the Gregorian calendar. I think I was trying to understand myself so I could reconnect with myself. And so I had to let go of all the stuff that was blocking me from me. And that was the food. Really, it was the food because when I didn't have the oh. food and I could sit down by myself, which I learned how to do this year because I had a hard time doing that. But when I got to just sit with myself and try to do this reassessment on me, on Kulani, why are you being the way you are in 2021? And you freaking better not be this kind of, I don't know, slightly nails in 2022. What are the things you need to do? Mina all told me there are things in your pathway that you need to clear. From the time that I was told that, I've been trying to clear out. That's the fasting part. You're going to re-pull yourself in. You got to refocus yourself so that you know, just like you said, you got to know what you're doing. Heighten your senses and be aware of your surroundings because, yeah. It's survivor mode, not just for your na'al, but going to be for you too. How are you going to choose to survive? Because first you got to choose it, right? You got to choose to want to survive. And the fasting helps you heighten all your senses so that you're able to survive. Yo, yo, I mean, hmm, that's real. Hardest part about fasting, resisting, (laughs) temptation. And that it does, I'm not going to lie. Like that's a weak mind. I'm sorry. I think that's why when I did fast, I made sure that I was still cooking for my children. I still had my di- my evening dinners sitting with my children as they ate regular food and I was juicing. A lot of that was purposeful to test my mind to see if I going to give in. And although it was only five days, let me just tell y'all by day three, I was ready to give up my left leg to have a cheeseburger. Like I was dreaming cheeseburgers. Like it really is. <laughs> It really is hard, but doable. Five days, doable. 21 days, doable. 30 days, doable. 40 days, doable. But you got to want it. You got, like you said, you got to want it for you more than anything else. And I think you were sharing with me about your friend whose Muslim religion was fasting from sunrise to sunset and then able to eat from sunset to sunrise i think that was 40 days as well is that am i correct yeah 40 yeah yeah i thought that was really interesting because i mean if there's any balance in that that's that and it wasn't only fasting correct me if i'm wrong kulani and it was just not only foods certain types of foods and food and right it was the way you spoke yes like it was no negativity. It wasn't sexuality. It wasn't demeaning. It wasn't manipulating. It was, they had to speak very clear and very, like kind of like with Ava, you know, you don't, no, say nothing over Ava. You're not going to hold. Yeah. Or like the poi bowl. Yeah. Over your food. Right. So I thought that was really interesting. I, I would love to learn more about this. It was really crazy too, because, you know, being the recipient, right. 
So during the day, it was regular. At night, I was laughing like, what are you doing? He's like, sun up to sundown, I'm, I'm fasting. Sundown till the next day, I'm not. You're going to get the real me. And it was funny because. on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> wow, like, you're so funny. And it was just, the conversations were funny, but they were real. They were real. Yeah, I know our focus today was about it's time to start purging and resisting. You know, purging and resisting is not a negative thing. No. It's not a bad thing at all. You know, all you're doing is you're looking at things that no longer serve you a greater purpose. And you're saying, thank you so much for what you've given me so far. And let go. Let it go. (laughs) Wow. I mean, this was a really great mana bomb. I love going over these things over and over. I don't care how much we think we know something and how many times we've done it a million times. It's always good to be reminded of like its purpose, its function, and its essence. Because uh, sometimes we forget. And sometimes we want to throw in the towel and give in. Always worried about what other people think. Always worried about how you are going to perceive yourself in the future because you don't know what that means. You don't, you're not that far ahead. I'm glad we get to have these talks because it's a good reminder. I hope that we can continue to find things to detach from, not have dependency on, not be addicted to, uh, not look to, to fill a void that we can fast from those things and know that we can still survive it. I love that. Yes. May we continue to grow in all the things that we are learning and reminding ourselves about. May we remember that if you need someone, reach out to your friends. You have friends, Kako. And if you don't, email us at manabombspodcast at gmail.com and let us know if there's any way that we can help. We will definitely be there as much as we can. Right on. Well, mahalo to you. I hope you folks have a beautiful weekend. Signing off from the island of Molokai, it's me, Kanoilani Davis. Mahaloing you for joining us each and every week on Mondays and Fridays. It's me, your girl, Kulani Jeremiah Wong. Aloha, Kako. Aloha. Mm-hmm.